It's Treat Yourself Day. So what did you splurge on? Hi, listeners, and welcome back again to Easier with a Friend. We're friends who like to shop and discuss any great purchases we found recently. Once again, this is Chi. And this is Elaine. And we're doing a fun episode today where we thought we'll talk about five items we no longer buy and five we splurge on. Yeah, our buying habits have changed over the years, so... It's always fun to share any good finds we've gotten recently. Now, we know everyone has different spending habits and prioritize different things. So it's fun to, you know, compare notes sometimes. No judgment if your spending habits are different than ours. We're just here to have some fun today. So getting to it, Chi, how do you shop these days? I mean, do you go to the mall? Do you shop on Amazon? What do you prefer to do? You want to know the places that are taking my money, right? (laughs) Who's taking your money? I guess it's even started before COVID, but I have gotten so lazy about physically going to a place. And so Mm -hmm. any place that can ship me the item for free generally gets my money. So I do a lot of online shopping. Of course, Amazon is on my list, but the one box store that gets a lot of my money is Costco. I go to Costco quite often and it's not just for groceries. When you walk in there, your mindset is, this is a good deal. Even though I don't need 10 of this, this is a good deal. And so I always end up giving them more money than I intend when I first walk in. On the other hand, I am attempting a more minimalist lifestyle. Mm -hmm. I've been trying to rein it in a little bit and really ask myself, if I should add this item to my house because items in your house gets to the point where it's just another thing you have to manage, right? But it's probably because I have two kids who are young and making a mess and therefore (laughs) I have this fear Mm -hmm. of adding even more items, like adding my mess to it. So what about you? Where are you shopping these days? Well, just a note on that. I totally feel that minimalist thing. I've been saying that I want to live a more minimalist lifestyle for probably a few years now, but I'm beginning to develop a secret fear that I'm actually a closet hoarder. (laughs) 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 I, I feel that my logical brain wants to be a minimalist, but my reptilian brain, the part of me that is always thinking, what if I throw this away and then I need it? And really, when I lived by myself, I thought I was doing pretty good. But now that I have a husband, he points out to me pretty frequently that I'm actually a hoarder. (laughs) (laughs) So what item are you hoarding? Like, fess up, what items? Well, it's changed since our college days, but I, I I have a lot of makeup. I have a lot of, I still own all my books. I have a ton of books. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of craft supplies, although they're more specialized now. Mm-hmm. Instead of when we were younger, we'd go to Hobby Lobby sometimes to kill time. And yeah. I would just be like, oh, uh, cross-stitching sets. These are these are cheap. These are on sale today. Let me buy 10 of these. And <laughs> oh, embroidery. And I never once did them. But not, nowadays, my craft supplies are more targeted towards things I actually do. So that's good. Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. That's definitely uh, a plus, but no. So I used to tend to do a lot of shopping on Amazon. I have 
done my best to cut back on Amazon shopping just to support more mom and pop shops if possible. Yeah. But I really don't have a shop that I routinely shop at anymore these days, unless it's like H-E-B. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't for, this for like the perfect adult conversation where you start talking <laughs> about home insurance and grocery stores? <laughs> this is indeed, yeah, it's very sad. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so what items, we're going to start with the not fun stuff. What items don't you buy anymore that maybe you used to spend a lot of money on? All right, so the first items I grouped together are purses and high heels. And I group them together because I guess I consider them like accessories beyond your normal mm-hmm. wardrobe, right? I blame this on becoming a mom because I could tell you exactly when this <laughs> started. Once I became a mom, I started carrying around a diaper bag and I didn't feel the need mm-hmm. to have an extra purse. And right. then When I was pregnant, I stopped wearing high heels. And as a mom, especially a mom to young kids, wearing high heels is just not practical. But now I have to say, me not wearing high heels has become more of a um, feminist stance on things. (laughs) I have two daughters and I don't want them to feel like they have to wear high heels to be feminine. I just feel like those are torture devices and they hurt and they're impractical and, and you can't run in them. You can't play in them. So yeah, that's my first category on the list. So I have to give a shout out to the ladies out there who strut their stuff in their heels. Uh, Chi is not saying that you shouldn't if you love them, right? I love them. <laughs> it's simply sad that I cannot strut my stuff anymore. It's called old age. (laughs) (laughs) I think for me, honestly, it's because I feel like there are certain jobs where the wardrobe for women include high heels, but that's not the same expectation you have for men. And I, that's what I mean when I say it's a, a feminism thing, right? Mm -hmm. But if you're doing it because you're going out for the night with your girlfriends and you're doing it because you're choosing it for your own pleasure. I have no problem with that, but I just, I'm against when it's a requirement for a women's job to wear Mm -hmm. high heels of some sort versus for men. I agree. I will say that for you, purses took me by surprise because I know how much you love your purses, but what you said (laughs) about the diaper bag makes sense. But the item on my list that actually overlaps with the item on your list is the expensive heels. And I love them. God knows I still have the ones that I own And when I say expensive heels, I mean the really nice ones. (laughs) (laughs) And my husband ribs me all the time about how, why do we own these if you're never going to wear them? But I had a, an ankle injury actually some years ago. And then I had some foot issues resulting from that. And so these days I realized when I wear heels, I can't walk in them A, as long as I would like to, or B, as gracefully as I used to. This is what (laughs) I mean about a shout out to our listeners who strut their stuff in heels, because I know it takes practice and commitment and hard work. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'll move on to my second category here. My second category is trendy clothes. Again, I blame it on motherhood, but I mostly buy items that are functional now and I buy them as needed. 
I used to be one of those person that whenever there's a sale, I would go and buy a bunch of stuff because it's cheap, it's trendy. I can update my wardrobe and I would buy them even though I didn't necessarily need more pants or shirts. Mm -hmm. But now I really only go and replace the items that I'm throwing out of my closet. And I'm throwing them out because they're no longer functioning for me. Okay. And so my next one is number three category on my list is fancy dinners. I love food and I don't particularly enjoy cooking, but when you have a family of four and when you have young kids, you don't feel like paying fancy food prices for kids meal, which is generally like spaghetti or chicken tenders. My husband and I don't really have as much time to go on date nights and things, but we realize that whenever we do have a chance to go out to eat, we want to splurge on like a crawfish boil, you know, <laughs> like going to a crawfish place. I haven't been into a fancy restaurant in a long, long time. Mm-hmm. And the number four on my list is house decorations. Let me explain this one a little bit. So my house, I do have some items that would be considered house decoration, but a lot of these items, I have mm-hmm. collected them and kind of, um, what is the, the word, you know, where you, you've kind of narrowed it down to just the essential items that you really, really love. Edited. Uh, yeah. Yeah. My house isn't very, I'm Again, I'm doing the minimalist thing. And um, it's just one of those things I no longer splurge on. Although it's so tempting when you go to Target. Like Target is such <laughs> a trap when it comes to this. They have the cutest things. And then the last one on my list, as far as items that I no longer buy, is that I no longer get many petty. And now I started cutting my hair because of COVID. Oh, God. And I have to say, <laughs> to be completely honest, I have the typical Asian hair that is very easy to manage. It's truly wash and go. I do agree with that. Yeah, it doesn't look styled or fancy, but I can very much cut my own hair and it still looks fine. It's not an area that I have had to spend a lot of money on. And I completely acknowledge that. And I also cut my kids hair because they're just little kids. And I used to cut my husband's hair too, but he has decided the opposite. He's now going to, going back out to get his hair cut <laughs> after an incident we had <laughs> with me cutting his hair. So, oh, God. I'm but yes, all- that's my list of five things. Okay. So, I mean, my list, the only thing I think we double up on was, I don't, like I said, I don't spend money on the expensive heels anymore. But I also don't find myself buying uh, plastic wear or Tupperware anymore. I used to get plastic wear a lot. So environmentally speaking, you know, I'm yeah. a big recycler. The best way to help the environment is really not to use it. Yeah. Right? So yes, this might result in me doing a few more dishes, post parties, but I really prefer to have the actual plates. Uh, I have metal sporks. <laughs> <laughs> that I use for parties, which are really good kind of universal utensils. Mm-hmm. And then we just wash them afterwards. And if if we're going to do paper plates, I prefer to do kind of the biodegradable. In terms of plastic Tupperware, I just don't buy them anymore. I save all the Tupperware from to-go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I save those for parties. So if we have a bunch of leftovers, which we always tend to do, mm-hmm. because I, I think my... I, as an Asian, I think my deep, 
deep shame that I did not provide enough food for my guests. And that's the reason why we all love to go to Elaine's house for parties. <laughs> yeah, so I over-prepare, but then that's a good time to use the plastic Tupperware because yeah. I don't use the plastic Tupperware normally. I save it just for parties and it was a to-go container anyway. So then I don't feel bad about them keeping it. I'm like, keep it. Please don't send it back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's actually Please a really not good solution. And the other thing that I don't spend on anymore are my collectibles. Now, Chi is my witness. When I was a younger person in this world, I collected all everything. Kinds, yes, all kinds of stuff. I don't know what it was. And I actually mean collectibles, like collectible toys or collectible books. Well, I still have books. We'll get there. <laughs> or like my heel collection. I just liked nice, categories of things that went together for some odd reason it it was my thing so I no longer buy collectibles because again your house can only be so big and I don't want to constantly be buying bigger houses so I'm getting better <laughs> it's improving the situation is improving <laughs> and I think the last one which will really shock Chi is that I don't buy books anymore what yes <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay. So quick story. When I was in college and rooming with this woman, <laughs> whenever we had to move, we had to come up with like, I don't know, a, a huge drawn out plan. I don't know what else to call it on how to move her books. She has an obsession with books. She collects them. And not only is it like, oh, I read a lot of books and then I trade them in at half price books for new one. No, she will read them and cherish them as if they are like, this was the only copy of the constitution, right? And that's how she would treat each one of her books. I know not to borrow or touch her books when we were in college. Because, and when the movers did come to help us move her books, because we otherwise didn't need movers, except we had to take into account Elaine has a lot of books. And so when the movers came, she would crush them like a hawk. But yeah, I am very shocked about this. <laughs> All right. All right. So <laughs> it doesn't mean I don't read them anymore. Uh, and she's right. My books were my most cherished and most invested in collection. The last time that we moved into this house, uh, <laughs> I had probably about 50 boxes of books. So that's that's that. I no longer... <laughs> I, I limit my book purchases now to digital books. So I guess I still do buy them or yeah. I'll go to the library or they do online book uh, rentals or, you know, check yeah, out yeah. borrowing these days. So all that is good way to get your reading your fix. fix in yes, <laughs> without the book thing. So that's a good tip. Anyway, so <laughs> items that you still splurge on. You want to go first with these since I went first with the uh, no spin? Yes, because I have one that is the exact opposite of what you know on, <laughs> which is food. You said you don't spend on fancy dinners. That's all I spend on these days. <laughs> not, not necessarily fancy dinners. And I know what you mean. So you're saying that I don't spend splurge on fancy dinners, but I still do spend on food that we enjoy. But I still do splurge on, I guess, what people would consider to be a fancy dinner. 
not necessarily just for date night, which we, we do have date nights, which we like mm-hmm. to go out somewhere nice, but also just because I really do love the food at that particular restaurant. And I think it mostly honestly applies to high end sushi yeah. because that is just not something you can easily make at home. I, and I mean, if you're really wanting some high end fresh from the sushi bar where the rice is still warm, like it's supposed to be kind of sushi, yeah. it's really hard to achieve that at home. I would say nearly impossible for the fish to be that fresh. And then a average sushi restaurant, which isn't quite as much of a splurge, doesn't really achieve that level. So mostly I would say that's what I splurge on. And then of course, um, Nick really loves high-end steak restaurants, even though he does feel like you can make a really good steak at home. But I think it's more for the ambiance. He likes to yeah. sit and have that nice dinner and, you know, get served. It's a it's an enjoyment more than just yeah. the food. So that's one. And then I have one that I'm sure we double up on, which is because we just talked about it, <laughs> which is jewelry. And I wouldn't say I splurge all the time on jewelry because it's very expensive. It's a very expensive splurge. But I do have a few pieces of jewelry that I'm constantly kind of eyeballing. I guess I love window shopping for jewelry more than anything because it takes me a while to make the decision to take the plunge. Yeah. But I do like to look at it sometimes just just as an enjoyment, as a hobby. Uh, But I would splurge on it. And then, of course, vacations. I'm sure we probably double up on this one as well. Mm -hmm. We both love to travel. I think trips experiences these days are what I think is worth my money. On the one hand, I really believe in working hard and saving your money so you can live a good life when you retire and not be poor (laughs) and dependent on state care. But then I also believe that if you're working really hard and saving money, that you should treat yourself sometimes. And I think experiences memories that you can make while you're still young and able to do it is priceless and you can't get that back. And then high-end face care because I'm getting older. (laughs) 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 And I don't necessarily mean Botox and stuff. Not that I wouldn't do that. I, I would. I just haven't necessarily routinely started doing that level of facial care, but I'm sure it's coming. But I mean like really nice facial products. And I don't willy-nilly buy them because some of the face care products are really expensive. So I really make sure, like I read a ton of reviews and do a bunch of research before mm-hmm. I... I think Elaine does do a lot of research on face care. And that's the reason why when I'm lazy about doing those type of research. And so every time I need a new product, I always go to her and be like, what are you using these days? So yeah, Elaine's my go-to person for skincare product reviews. Oh, I appreciate that. And then... <laughs> Finally, of course, my dogs, because dogs. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't unnecessarily splurge on them because I do think that some of the things that humans buy dogs, I'm not into. And if it brings you joy, great. But my dogs hate clothing and I don't necessarily want to do things that make them sad. Oh yeah. <laughs> but I do tend to have this habit to scoop up dog toys wherever I see them if I think they're cute. I do invest a lot in mostly in their food because I feel like good quality food leads to better health, probably leads to less vet bills over time. So that's 
really more what I splurge on for them more than anything else is just their health and yeah. uh, keeping them happy. So, and that's my five items I splurge on. What about you? Yeah, we we do have some overlaps. I'll start with the the biggest overlap we have because I think we feel we're like kindred spirits when it comes to jewelry, okay? We yeah. understand <laughs> that you can have a love at first sight experience with a piece of jewelry or with sure. a beautiful ring or a beautiful diamond versus other people. I have a love at first sight experience with the jewelry all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to blame this one on my metal allergy. My husband always says I'm lying, but it's true. I have a metal allergy. It's legit. When I wear sunglasses or glasses, I have to buy the plastic frame because almost all metal frames would irritate my skin. And so I really don't own a lot of jewelry for that reason. If I didn't have a metal allergy, I can imagine that this love I have of jewelry would have gone out of control by now <laughs> because I would be able to buy just almost anything. You know, I'm not just talking about expensive jewelries. I like jewelries in general. I see bracelets, I see earrings at Target, at the flea market. And I'm like, oh, it's so cute. It's so pretty. But I know I can't buy them because of my metal allergy. But I do love the few pieces that I buy. And because I have to buy them in the more expensive metal so that I won't be allergic to them, the most recent addition I got to my collection, my husband helped me design a necklace that has my girl's name, my two daughters name inscribed on them. So that's an example. I can vouch for Chi because we've been lifelong friends of the, the metal allergy is real, Tony. It's yeah. true. She does have an allergy to almost all metals. So I think when I was purchasing she was one of my matrons of honor and I was purchasing gifts. I was like, must make sure that this will be something she can actually wear. <laughs> anyway. yeah, I appreciate that. Um, and then the other thing you and I overlap on, and again, we feel very similar about this are vacations because it's the experiences, the memories you're creating. And it's a one time where like, I, I am in charge of my family's budget. And so I do watch the budget for us. But when we're on vacation, I really let go of that. Let's go travel. Let's do all of that. So I, I definitely put priority in terms of my money to towards vacations. Mm -hmm. And then the other one that I finally had to come to term with after a little bit of self-searching is that I tend to buy new electronic and specifically <laughs> new cell phones, okay? <laughs> I don't need it. The phone is still perfectly functional when I upgrade. But mm -hmm. I tell myself, well, I use my phone for everything. I use it really to replace my computer for the most part. Mm -hmm. And I don't do it every year. Like I'm not doing it every single time Apple puts out a new iPhone or anything. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. I have to admit, I don't need the latest model <laughs> to get those tasks done, to check my emails and things like that. But I, I like it. And I tell myself, it's for the camera. I, I take pictures of my kids. I'm the photographer of the family. But really, it's I like the new phones. I like to have the latest technology. <laughs> yeah, I admit it. I admit it. Okay. And then the other one that is a very, I guess, millennial um, avocado toast situation that you always hear about when you, you oh, yeah. people talk about finance tip, but I, I splurge on is Starbucks mm -hmm. coffee. So, okay. <gasps> I don't do it every day, but 
I would have to say every week, every other week. And it's usually on a day where I know I have a lot of chores I need to get done. And mm-hmm. it just makes that day go a lot easier because mm-hmm. you you feel like the coffee give you that extra energy and it's like nice treat. And so it, it just makes that day that you know is going to be physically challenging or even mentally challenging. It just makes it a little bit easier. And so I like to treat myself with, with Starbucks. All right. But not all the well, time. I think we're going to give you a pass on that one. You just said you get it once a week. So <laughs> I, don't, I don't know that I consider that a splurge item, well, but all right. all right. Well, you know, if you are following any kind of financial advice, it's something that you could do at home for a lot cheaper. And so I think that's why it's a splurge, right? Because I could easily make my own coffee and it will still give me that caffeine effect, right? This is true, but I think for the financial advice, they mean if you're buying coffee every day or twice a day, <laughs> hey, you can make it at home and it's only 10 cents a cup when you make it yourself. I don't think they mean, hey, if you buy yourself a coffee once a week, <laughs> save so much more money. <laughs> this is why we have these conversations so that you can lessen the guilt I feel about my every other week Starbucks trip. No, yeah, I, I, I think I'm going to go ahead and wave the magic wand and say that should be guilt-free because my gosh, like once a week, I hardly consider that to be a splurge. Uh, I don't have a coffee habit, but bless you. So I think you're fine. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. My last one is kind of, I guess, similar to Elaine's is that I spend money on my kids. And I mean, it comes with the territory of parenthood, right? Mm -hmm. But what I mean is that When my kids, for example, have something at school like, hey, tomorrow is wear tie-dye shirt day and they don't own a tie-dye shirt. And even though I know that it's like a a, uh, optional participation, Mm -hmm. I will go out and buy my kid a tie-dye shirt because I want her to participate. And it's one of those things too, where she'll be fine if she didn't participate. She's not going to cry about it or, Mm -hmm. or act like a spoiled brat about it, but I think it stemmed from my childhood where my mm-hmm. parents were definitely not well-to-do in, in terms of having enough extra in the budget to be able to just go out and buy me a tie-dye shirt for participation or anything like that. And so it's definitely not relating to my kids being spoiled or demanding or asking for this. It's more of a something I should probably talk to a therapist about (laughs) and get resolved. Some childhood things that I got to get resolved. But I will spend money on my kids on those kind of things. Anything relating to their schoolwork. I don't mind getting them new backpacks, even though their old backpack may not be in need of replacing. Just things things in that category of my kids. I tend to be a lot looser when it comes to to the wallet. Okay. Uh, And I think that's all... Again, totally okay. It's kind of like the dogs, you know, it's a category that you want to do to help them make it more comfortable, help them live a better life. I think that's all okay. So that was fun, but we've reached the end of Easier with a Friend today. Thanks so much for tuning into the podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, remember to take some time to reach out to a friend today. Remember to subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss any new episodes. Follow us on Instagram at Easier with a Friend on our Facebook page, Easier with a Friend, or email us at easierwithafriend at gmail.com.